welcome to this week's edition of the Mastermind Meeting for Clears Regional Organizers. And with us today are Chris Walsh from Maine, and you can tell him what part of Maine. Hollowell, Maine. Hello. Thank you. Uh, Matt Holker from uh, Maryville, Tennessee, outside of Knoxville. <clears throat> hello, hello. And Art Don from the Washington, D.C. area. Hello, everyone. Harry Leg from Verona, New Jersey, uh, New York City area. Greetings. Hello, hello. And Daniel Stringer from parts of Florida. Well, Daniel, you're on mute. So anyway, so he's from that area in Florida. Um, Landon Paisley. Yeah, okay. Um, all right. And so our question for today for you guys, for the for everybody here to answer and talk, talk and there you go and talk about and all that stuff is <clears throat> how is your personal at home practice uh, what do you feel is sustaining you the most and helping you the most and that you're getting the most benefit out of and that's that's helping you to get through this time that would also benefit other people so chris so chris we'll start with you on this well my my training's the same i not having any other concerns with training. I, I get up and I do my training in the morning. Um, the one thing that's missing is my training partner. So I, I don't get to do that. So I just do the other exercises and I work on my typical training. Um, I think as far as, you know, the training, I, I don't, I don't feel any different. I just yeah. keep, I just keep going. You know, I just stick to my regular schedule and, um, just like before, there were days where it wasn't easy to get up and train, and there was other days when it is, and it's the same for me here. Uh, I'm not really having that that effect of being at home. I actually, I actually like it. Is there is there any is there any exercise that you're finding during while we're doing this that because you didn't have a training partner that you're liking a little more or doing a little more of? I guess the the nagong I'm probably doing more of. I, I, I enjoy the interaction of feeling the energy in my body. And, and now I spend a little more time with it and I can carry that through um, some of the form better. So I enjoy the, I enjoy the Nagon a lot. I feel good when I'm done. Cool. Excellent. Matt? Um, yeah, so uh, so for me, it's it's kind of similar. Um, the training is uh, the training that I do at home is a lot the same. Obviously, I don't have my my pushing partners, um, so I'm not getting a lot of that in. Um, but I try to make up for it. Um, I um, I have uh, I, a, a lot of Jing expressions that I like. Uh, specifically for kind of what we're up to now. And, and so, you know, some of them sort of wake the energy up a little bit. Some of it, some of them sort of put it away a little bit. Um, one that I really like playing with because it's pretty neutral for where your energy's at. It can kind of bring it on a little bit, but it mostly sort of keeps you kind of where you're at, um, you know, mentally and, and physically, but it gets a lot of good work in if you're doing it right is the wave, um, wave and, and, uh, and some coiling. Um, and so I've been trying to work on that a lot more and then trying to train myself to, um, 
to get spherically centered, like instantly 3D spherically centered from the, you know, the combat Tai Chi program um, that we, that, that most of us on the call here did recently. Um, I've been really trying to, uh, to, to be able to get into that position and that, that state um, automatically and to really, really try to be there already most of the time. Um, it's hard. It's really, it's really hard to be properly weighted all the time, but um, to, to at least be aware of that and to try to move, um, you know, better and with, with less sort of internal impediment like that. Um, and so I've been focusing on that um, a lot with my personal training um, and I get a lot out of it. As far as, you know, just getting out, um, I, I mean, I just, I just go outside, um, but, uh, but that, that doesn't help with interacting with people at all. So, um, but for my Jing expressions, uh, um, oh, we'll get to that. We're not doing the Jing expressions yet. We're, we're just doing right now what training you're doing at home and what, uh, Oh, well, um, well, my, yeah. that, well, that, that kind of is the training that I'm doing at home. Um, mostly is because I don't really have a choice. Um, I, I have to do all my training at home for the most part or, yeah. you know, in the school, but alone. Um, yeah. and so that's what I've been doing. Cool. The, uh, art. Yes, uh, actually, my my training sort of sounds a lot like the, the way Matt described, where I, I have the, the regular uh, practice of some meditation exercises and, and the form, but because, again, with the lack of a training partner for, for push hands, where I lose the sensitivity and connection that I was trying to develop, I am um, doing a little more emphasis on on doing the wave and just trying to become more more relaxed myself and looser and have to, to increase the internal energy flow and I've also been working to develop Tang as far as just listening to, to my own energy and becoming more sensitive to and aware of the energy in my body and also what's, what's around me, trying to become more perceptive of external energy, you could say. And what, what really keeps me going or helps me work with this is just um, desire to, to improve and become better at it. And um, again, try to maintain what I have and not lose any um, sort of skills that one develops with interactive practice that I think that may not be completely avoidable, but just try to maintain the softness and flexibility and sensitivity that I have. So. Cool. Harry? So uh, cabin fever hasn't been a huge issue uh, because I typically work from home anyway, except when I'm out teaching um, students. So um, I go for walks. Actually, I've probably been going for more walks than I normally would anyway, which is a good thing just because it's something to do and to get out. Um, as far as the training, it, uh, almost like everyone else has said, it, it really hasn't changed a whole lot because I have a regular regimen at home. What has changed is um, teaching from home and using this uh, platform, Zoom. Um, and that 
interaction with other people has been huge. Um, I've also popped in to like Greg Nolmeyer, who's not on the uh, call, uh, into a couple of his classes. He's guest taught in mine. Um, you were able to join once. I know Chris is going to join at some point, and, and anyone uh, that's one of our instructors certainly can. Seeing uh, last night was awesome. Sue Terry down in Ecuador uh, joined, and uh, that was awesome, and uh, Jim in Costa Rica. So in, in some ways, this cabin fever situation has caused us to connect maybe even more than we would ultimately. It's like, hey, we're all stuck. Join. Let, let's go, you know. So, um, and, and practicing particular things that would be too much to get into right here, though, with other practitioners online that um, are energetic and such that uh, are kind of neat to try through this sort of technology, which has been really neat. Cool. Uh, Matt, or no, Matt, we already, you already, uh, Daniel? Uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much the same thing. I'm a pretty uh, disciplined student. I mean, Training martial arts and Tai Chi has been my life for a long time now. So uh, more time at home is just more training time. Um, I uh, I'm very thankful and very lucky. My wife is also a Tai Chi student, so I still get to um, have push hands practice that way. Um, and we're both not working quite as much as we were. We were our schedules were pretty full before, so we're just uh, we have more time. Our, our school uh, building is here on our on our property. We have a lot of space here, so. Um, you know, really for us, it's, it's a bit, as far as training, it's a better season. So it's actually kind of nice. And obviously it's frustrating that, um, the situation the world finds themselves in, but as far as us and our personal growth, it's really not too big an issue. So. Cool. Yeah. Is there anything that you're doing at home that you found is since you can't put hands on with as many partners that you're, that's really helping you or that, um, that you found that if you're talking to, and this is for any of you too, that if you're talking to other people that, you know, they're, they haven't been training that long, um, like that, or not as, not as full time. And in, in that way, as you guys are, that you're telling them, we'll do this or do that. And if there's anything specific that's helping those people to train at home, you know, while this is going on. Uh Uh, well, one of the things I've been telling our guys is um, just using the form and, and using the form to switch qualities, you know, um, and either have your spouse or someone, if you write them down on index cards and then just kind of randomly call out a different quality while you're going through the form slowly so that you have to change the quality you're working on through the form without you getting to prepare what that thing is. And, um, you know, obviously in push hands, we want to be able to switch qualities instantly if you don't have a partner, uh, you can still use the form that way. And if you have a spouse or someone that doesn't want to train with you, but they might be willing to read off cards for you and, and watch you kind of struggle as you go heavy, light, spiral, all that kind of stuff. So that's one of the things we've. Uh, good. Do you have a, so another next question. Well, and I'll answer this for me too. The, uh, so uh, for me, there's um, a number of things. Obviously, or not obviously, but one of the things I work on quite a bit is how to be go from not doing a quality to completely fully doing the quality and reducing that amount of time that it takes me to get from I'm not doing the quality to I'm fully in a quality. And then also what's the volume 
Um, and so like when it comes to mind here in the last couple of days is I, I uh, put some extra time into Root most of the time for Root working with a partner, uh, but can do it by myself. So I did it by myself and then worked on getting deeper and wider and more volume and more quickly while not having contact with somebody. Um, and so like that. Uh, and so that really keeps it um, interesting and, and uh, active and, and uh, fulfilling because it's a lot of work on its own and it's very um, focused in there. And also I'm working on that ting um, doing that. Uh, the, other, the other thing that for me is that I'm, I'm working Carly, she's 10 years old, through her uh, basic skills. And I'm trying to make sure that she's really got like an A plus version, usually on the basic skills test. It's kind of a pass fail. Most people come through at about a C plus. Um, I'm trying to make sure she's got it at an A plus kind of level. And so as I keep about every day, every other day, I've been doing this with her and working on different ones. And the, uh, um, it's been interesting because like yesterday I worked with her on the electric jing and making sure that it stayed on all the time, all the way through the set. This is one of our basic skills, uh, level one practices. And then I pushed hands with her and showed her the difference between when your hands are on and, and you still got that electric connection on versus when you're not pushing that way. And I gave her enough physical resistance that when she didn't have it on, she couldn't push me. And when she had it on, she was able to actually push me. Um, and I, did, I didn't have mine on while this was going on. And then I did do some where I had it on. She reached out with her hands, took mine, and then pushed me. And like that. And so then I had her taught her about doing that inside the body with your mind to move the energy like that, as opposed to actually having to physically reach out and get it anyway. So she, uh, the physical one, she could do really quick, really easily, uh, which was interesting. And then the other one, she had to think about that a little bit because it had to do with built, having more E skill um, to be able to do that. And so uh, some of that stuff I've been working on, uh, I've had vibrating Jing for a long time. Um, I've been focused in on an application of that for a little while now, which is for, for going into the body and manipulating inside for healing. And so i um, been working on my aim with that Jing on my own a little bit in order to, um, when I put hands on somebody for that, to manipulate that energy better. Uh, a few other things, but uh, all cool stuff that like that. And then otherwise for me, it's like you guys said, other than my three nights a week classes, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, my schedule is pretty much the same. Um, the, uh, uh, the difference being that we're filming the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night classes, mostly on Tuesday and then uh, like that. And so really the only night that I'm nights that I'm missing are Wednesday, Thursday, and then that's a little different, but Carly's uh, having a good time learning. I hope. All right. Um, good. Any other comments or thoughts on that? Well, actually, I, I'm, I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but when I um, work with people, um, I like to stress use the Tai Chi and as much as you can carry the principles over into to daily life. And one example is with 
the body connected and if you're reaching for something, not just to extend the arm and grab it, but just to move sort of from the feet, the waist turn and, and use the whole body working together to reach for something as opposed to just make making it a single arm arm motion and keeping the whole body in, involved because I, I I've been doing that for a while and paying attention to it and I feel that it helps with physically moving throughout the day and then I can translate it back into my Tai Chi that just it's more connected and I can get the whole body more connected consistently and and I I've had people say that, yes, they, they like that idea of, you know, throughout the day, Tai Chi principles. Cool. The, uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so the next question I have for you guys is, do you have a favorite Jin expression that you're working at home uh, currently? And then why is that your favorite? Oh, oh yeah. I've been um, again working um, Ting Jing in particular um, because I think it's very basic to to all the others, and at least I find from the way I look at it that um, it's it's central to have a good listening skill to be aware of aware of energy and different types of energy. So again, um, I've been trying to um, focus internally and paying attention to energy and how it's traveling in my body and trying to direct it some, but more just seeing what it does also and, and where it goes as I, I do different exercises and different nei gong. But, but again, as I say also, um, just trying to become aware of my body and seeing how the energy moves and also trying to become more aware of energy around me and how I can interact with it. Um, so, and it's, it's coming along. Cool. Um, Harry? So I've been working uh, a ton on magnetic and electric. Um, and it is not my favorite Jing, which is exactly why I'm working on it. Uh, <laughs> so, it's not my favorite, but I'm putting a lot of time into it. I really like the electric magnetic, um, specifically to help people who are having trouble getting the energy, like they'll feel the energy up top and up here and they'll kind of work it there, but then they don't really have it through their whole body as much. And the electric magnetic, where you really are connected down to your feet like that, I find is really help really helps people to get a certain kind of that energy quality all the way through their body. Yeah. And to your opponent's feet or partner's feet. Yeah. yeah. When you have one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah cool. Uh, Matt. Sorry guys. There's a leaf blower out here that I'm, that may or may not drown me out, but um, he's coming back. <laughs> uh, maybe somebody else should do it for a second. Yep. Uh, Daniel? Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm working about 12 or so different ones. 
Uh, and some of them, things like rooting are uh, strenuous when you're training them to, you know, when you're like what Steve was said, when you're trying to get deeper and wider and, and more and more and more um, and you're doing it consistently, you know, it can be and when you're doing things like heavy and, and shackled and all those kind of things, it can be a strenuous kind of thing. I'm also working uh, electric magnetic, but I'm trying to get the, the switch to be quicker as we're trying to prepare for our combat um, instructor level three stuff that some of us are working on. And so I would say if it's what's my favorite, it's I like them all, but they're all very tiring and very, you know, it's real work. And so probably the one I, I want to get to in the section uh, for my training for the day is Nagung is probably the one where I just kind of take a nice deep breath and go, oh, well, this is nice because, uh, you know, pouring more root is exciting, but it's, you know, it's also fries your legs. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. For me on, on that, a lot of times, if you've worked wave enough or spiral enough, you can really do it and kind of have some fun with it um, on top of the work and top of taking it further to work it. And so that's one that I can at least do some of um, and find that I'm not having to work quite as hard Uh, for ones like root and all of that. uh, Again, when you're trying to build it, that building part should be work like that, but you should be able to drop some and really enjoy how that feels and what's kind of going on with it too. So just as, just as suggestion that, that when, especially when you're working multiple ones like that, that some of them you should just have on any given day, you should just kind of enjoy and feel that and then go and then pick the one or two or three that you're really going to put some time and work into for the day. Yeah. And and maybe one of the things I, I probably didn't communicate was, um, one of the things that I had been working with those jings is also trying to um, like let them, the, the power, the force be generated through the root and things and um, trying to combine those things that way is, is to me has been challenging. And so, you know, it's that work, but I, I understand, understand what you're saying. And I think, uh, yeah, having fun with it and, and not wiping yourself out is a good cause. Cool. Matt? Yeah, so the leaf blower is gone. Thank you, everybody. Um, the, um, uh, well, I kind of said earlier, the waving and um, coiling and like a little bit of spiraling um, kind of for the reasons that Sifu that you just said is that I can do it and in a way where I'm getting work where I'm, I mean, I'm always getting good work out of it um, one way or another, but I can do it in a way where I'm really focused in on the work, but I can also do it where I'm just kind of hanging out and having fun and, um, and just, you know, feeling it. And, um, and so I've been taking to doing it, uh, to using that expression sort of both ways. Um, and, uh, and really trying to use it to hone in on my double weighted errors and fix them. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, that's, it's a lot, uh, tougher to do without the direct feedback of a hands-on partner, but, waving and coiling, um, you know, especially if you are like looking at yourself in the mirror, ideally you can feel it and perceive it. But um, if you can, if you've got like access to a great big mirror here and you do some waving and like your whole torso is frozen up, you can see it too. And so um, it's, it's really easy to work on my errors and, um, and work on correcting them that way where normally I would just have the feedback of a partner. Cool. Um, and then why? And then that's your favorite, or is that? 
Uh, well, but, I mean, it's my favorite for the moment, I guess, by, by virtue of the fact that it's the one that I keep doing. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's kind of my favorite. Um, cool. I keep, I keep coming back to it. I've been doing that one uh, daily, um, repeatedly, in addition to, you know, many other things that I work on. But I just really trying to, uh, to hone in on that double weighted error in my body and just get it out. Um, and, and, you know, trying to, to figure out any, any which way that I can, that doesn't involve push hands, um, for me to do that. And what I've found is that wavy coily sort of expression really calls that out to me. Um, and I'll do it with like where I'm carrying some weight and I'm still waving and all that. And, uh, I'll do it, you know, a, a bunch of different ways and, and, um, you know, for kind of a bunch of different reasons, but I keep coming back to that one over and over. Cool. And now a word from our sponsor. For those of you who are interested in internal power and want a reliable place to start, and for anyone who wants to experience internal power for themselves, go to internalpowerguide.com. I built a crash course in hands-on internal power. The practical guide to internal power is a work at your own pace online program. It is the course I use to get students from zero to 60 as quickly as possible, and it is totally free. So sign up at internalpowerguide.com now and get started right away. That's internalpowerguide.com. Chris? So really, I, I'm mostly just working on my, my route. That's, that's what I need to work on, so that's what I'm working on. And I'm trying to use my Yi uh, with the route and send, sending Yi to a place and then letting the route follow. And it seems to be more helping, but I, I definitely need more. Is that a cat? Yep. Ah, uh, cattle, cattle be good to see if you can get root deeper than the cat can. You know, I was wondering about that kind of stuff too with the animals. Oh yeah. Cat doesn't, cat doesn't want to move, cat's rooting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he definitely does. Yep. So do that and then root deeper than the cat is. And you'll know when you've hit it, if they're still doing it, because they'll go from being all heavy to being light, even though they're still doing that. I'm going to do it. Cool. Thank uh, you. Oh yeah. <laughs> fun, fun with the fun at home with the cats. <laughs> the, uh, yep. Uh, and then so roots the one you've been mostly working on, and then is, and then that's just the one you're need kind of needing to get better at right now. Yeah, or? that's what I, that's what I need to I need to do a, a, lot, a lot of focus on that, and then just what I'm in with the forums. I'm doing uh, you know, the basic uh, skills that we've done with. Um, you know, the electric, the magnetic, the pulsing, um, those, and I enjoy feeling, you know, I think all, along with the root is, is in transitioning from one position to another, just feeling how the root pours into the, into the, um, the next leg, into the next posture. It's going from one to the other. And cool. uh, I try and use, I also try to use the yi in that as well to see, my mind where yeah. my root is going in my in my form yeah so hopefully i'll get some res some results and i'll come down and see harry and he'll let me know yeah cool the uh did i hit everybody or am i missing somebody there okay uh, so for me uh one of the ones that i've really been enjoying is taking uh working on my tingjing which i always try to add more with all the stuff but specifically uh, ting in terms of feeling the vibrating for healing 
um, that I was talking about before um, and getting that better um, and that kind of a thing, getting a better connection into um, some of the higher level uh, shin work and then how to really um, get the sensitivity into that to see um, how well connected I am into that and making sure that I'm feeling it. Uh, one on a, towards a more basic level, for me, uh, depending on who you are, maybe basic, maybe advanced, but being able to really on my own feel the difference between my Wei Qi level, my Meridian Qi, which is the one that we normally think of as the Qi that you feel if you're feeling on a body or like what an acupuncturist feels, being able to feel the Ying Qi, that nutritive Qi inside, being able to feel the bone marrow blood chi like that and so being able to feel each one of those and then being able to feel all four of them together and then also being able to manipulate that chi although i'm being mild about doing that in my own body um like if i do rooting and it sort of leads it in a direction then that's fine but i'm not like trying to do anything that might you know harm the system and you and you could if you started doing something that was funky with it anyways uh, but being able to feel each of those individually, being able to feel all those together, being able to get a sense of volume from that and that kind of a thing. And then I know that will translate to putting hands onto other people and feeling the same things going on in them. And so I'm really enjoying that. It's, um, it's good work. It, um, and it's helping me to get into that, uh, build that E skill as well and the dongjing for the knowing for deeper into the system and and then wider and then further out and that kind of thing and so i'm enjoying that pretty well um yep Any, yeah what's that uh, curiosity i have a question for the guys here um like i i live alone but like sifu has a family and you know chris i know um you do and 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 people in the group here have people that they live with um how many of you out of curiosity have recruited people in your household uh, to help you with your training? <laughs> Chris, you jumped uh, in right away. Well, I have a quick and easy answer. My wife uh, just won't do it with me. I've tried a few times and then she just, I don't know if it's, if it's me because uh, you know, Harry, Harry remember she used to do uh, martial arts with us many, many years ago for yeah. a little while. But I guess she just doesn't want to work with me. <laughs> this is not unusual, by the way. That, that's that's the normal, yeah. like you know, for the for the uh, uh, significant other to go. Nah, that's okay. That's your thing. You know. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I I get limited cooperation uh, <laughs> every once in a while. <laughs> You know, uh, 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 there's probably ways you could bribe Lenny, uh, 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 dog kind of coming to mind, oh, but that's <laughs> he's not seeing this video. <laughs> well, and even for me, sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's you. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to just say, well, even for me, as, as my wife is also a Tai Chi student, you still got to have wisdom and temperance and. You know, no one to not push. <laughs> no one to hold him, no one to fold him. That's right. <laughs> for sure. What's that? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, you don't want to be uh, 
you know, she's got some uh, some moves. So I don't want to be, uh, you know, you might be in the doghouse. I don't want to. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. That that actually makes me feel a lot better about it. I had this sort of fantasy in my head that all you guys were getting in this great training with your partners, and I was missing out on all the action. And, and really, like, they're not they're, they're not putting up with you any more than. Well, you know, I, 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 you might as well live alone as far as the training is concerned. <laughs> so fair enough. Um, all right. Yeah, it might be slightly better than living alone in terms of the training too, but, but uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you so have Carly, Carly. I have Carly. Some days she's good and other days she's like, nope, <laughs> we're running. So, yeah. Well, um, I would definitely say I'm in a better position than being on my own. Yes. Absolutely. Now, is there anything specifically, last question for the day, anything you're doing that, like for some of us, like for me, my schedule hasn't changed so much, and I know a couple of you others said the same thing. Um, the uh, And so uh, I'm finding that I am video calling people a little bit more. I'm making sure to get outside. Now I've got property, so it's really easy for me to do that. Um, those kinds of things. Um, and I'm still working like uh, we're putting together nice and neat things for everybody. And um, if I had six months of eight to 12 hour days, you know, in a, locked in a room to work on that in six months, I might start to catch up to the work that I've got on my plate right now. So, um, so I'm not really noticing too much on the cabin fever as much as, um, you know, other people might. Um, I do find that I, I make myself, get outside and that I really do feel a lot better um, overall when I make sure to get some time doing that. And so what are you doing to help either not have or to overcome cabin fever? And if it's something that you're doing regularly, just because of how you, you know, that this isn't so much different than what is it that you do or are doing that might be beneficial to somebody else in that regard? Chris, we'll start with you. Well, it's, it's interesting because uh, I've never really typically felt uh, that I was that kind of person who would get cabin fever. When I, I hear other people, you know, people who, who are my employees that report to me, uh, they've experienced a, a lot of problems. And, and my wife is not enjoying working from home either. Um, so it was hard for me to really relate to, to that feeling. And I, I tried... I, I try to put my mind around it more and, and be open to it because I felt that I need to understand it better. And this week I was sitting at my desk, um, just doing my job and I was, became very aware how quiet it was. And I was wondering if, if maybe that's part of the experience because it was not the normal quiet. It was just like really quiet. And, and, and I had this all of a sudden feeling of being just alone and I wondered if, you know, that might have something to do with it. And, and uh, yeah. my wife did say that that's, that is how she feels a lot. Um, there's a guy that I work with who feels that as well. Um, so I can't help my wife uh, by explaining to her, but the guy at work, I explained to him um, that when I was young, um, you know, as a child, I was afraid of the dark. I always thought, you know, there's monsters in there. So I was afraid. But it was something about who I am, I guess, and I don't like to be afraid. So I forced myself to go into the dark. And there was a, this little half basement under my, my family's house that was just all creepy and full of cobwebs and dark. 
And I would make myself go in there and sit until I got to the point where I didn't feel like there were monsters in the, in the dark. It was just, just me and everything was fine. And I no longer had fear of, of, of the dark. So I tried to explain to the guy I'm working with, uh, you know, through work, that if he can take a few minutes and sit quietly and embrace what's happening rather than uh, trying to get away from it, you know, take the time to, to, to see that it is okay. Now, there isn't anything wrong with the silence or what you feel in your cabin fever. You, you can make peace with it. So if you confront those things, I don't know if, it's, if it would be considered a fear to someone or not, but if you can confront those things, you, you can find uh, peace, either peace of mind or, or something like that in there. And I don't know yet how well it's going to work for him, but uh, I would be hopeful that it does. Cool. Um, Harry? Um, this really goes back to the answer I talked about earlier. I, I'm not... Uh, experiencing much in the way of cabin fever to help others. Um, you know, a lot of that may be very much what Chris talked about, but it also may be, are you in an area where you can just get outside, do your training outside? Now, if you're, you know, just been hit with snow, that might not be uh, the most pleasant thing, but that is a good time to go outside, not necessarily <laughs> training, but not for you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, I just, anyway, um, no, I love training outside. So I'll either go to the back, patio that I have here or there are parks and trails around here that are not closed that with proper social distancing you can go walk through and and do Tai Chi outside I did that with one of my students the other day we both kept our distance we went for the walk and we stopped found an area and did Tai Chi outside it was awesome cool. yeah Matt yeah, well, um, so, you know, I've tried to um, maintain certain kinds of routines. Like I don't normally work from home during the day. I mean, I do, I do work from home, actually. I do, I do work while I'm at home, but I normally would, as a part of my routine day, go into the office or go into the school or wherever and, be, and spend a day at work, normally a pretty full day at work, and, um, and so I've continued to do that. Um, you know, I'm not sitting at home trying to get stuff done in the middle of my apartment where I don't have an office set up and where I don't have like a space dedicated for that. I've been coming into the school, um, and doing, you know, doing my work here and then, uh, maintaining routine through, uh, video calls with my students. Um, you know, mostly my kids class, my kids Kung Fu class. Um, but also, you know, other, other kinds of calls with others of the students and, um, you know, answering emails and trying to, um, figure out creative ways to answer questions for people who can't get hands on, which is always kind of part of, you know, uh, something, something that we've done in the bigger picture, uh, with the online training and all that. And so, um, you know, a lot of that for me, like I say, is really about maintaining routines the best I kind of can. Um, you know, I, I try to also create habits around getting outside. Um, I've always uh, tended to, if I'm going to take a cell phone call, I'll walk outside while I'm on the phone. Um, you know, if I have a quick access to, to do that, I just do that. Um, and if there's like a little covered area, I'll even do that. You know, if it's pouring rain outside or whatever, um, I just tend to go outside as a part of my day for a few minutes every day, you know, um, and, and I time that with being on the phone because that just sort of reminds 
me like go outside right now. Um, and so I've continued to do that. Um, you know, I go to the store, um, you know, a lot of people where I live here are not treating it like, um, like it's a big deal. And so I have to treat it the way I look at it is that means I have to be even more cognizant of that. And so, um, you know, when I'm going to the store, I've got the mask on and I've got the hand spray, um, and you know, all the, all the, the safety that I need to, and I, I try to make it quick, but I do go to the store periodically and I see people and I like, I'm, I'm here at the school and I see, you know, traffic going by and like, I, I'm, I don't feel like I'm really missing a social component that I would normally have partly because we have this kind of technology where we can do these kinds of video calls. And so I have been doing more of that as well. Um, you know, partly out of, out of necessity for the classes, but also just to keep in touch with my family where normally I would give them a regular call. Now I'll do a video call. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it feels like that much more connected um, and somehow that much more special. Um, like we're not just walking around doing other things and happen to be talking to each other on the phone. Like we're actually kind of sitting down to have a meeting almost. And, um, and it's nice. Um, it's nice keeping in touch with people that way uh, that are, that are distant to me. Um, you know, unfortunately I also have to keep in touch with people that way that are close to me that normally I would see, but you know, I'll see them again. Um, in the meantime, you know, I'm just doing my best to, like I say, try to maintain routine as much as possible in the middle of all of the, you know, all of the different things that are going on. Cool. Uh, Daniel. Uh, I mean, yeah, I agree with what these guys are saying. Um, of what Chris said, you know, facing what you're afraid of and, and what these guys are saying, Hey, get outside and have a change of scenery and stay in touch with people, which is pretty much what I'm doing. And there's a list of people that I call every week just to touch base with and, and talk to. And then, um, you know, my wife and I have this property here. So we try to spend a good amount of time outside and we have our, our outdoor school here. So when we're training, we're getting to be outside in sunny Florida and, um, like this afternoon, we're gonna go ride horses and things. So for us, it's it's kind of uh, just like a vacation season where we just get to have more time at home together and and just enjoying what we have. So for us, it's really not, you know. And I, I appreciate what Matt's saying too. When you go out, you still have to take things seriously. But when you're home and and you can be outside and just kind of take that deep breath and do some tai chi outside, it's it really doesn't have to be all that bad unless you make it bad in your mind. And so I think um, what these guys said, especially what Chris said about facing your fears, are really just good things. A lot of people have a hard time being by themselves and obviously, um, and, and, and especially when it's really quiet, because at some point you quit thinking so much about things that have happened in the past, or you've kind of done a bunch of that already. And that's sort of exhausted for the moment. And also as it continues, you quit thinking about things that are in the future, especially when the future is undetermined to be like, like, the, in, like there's this indefinite we don't know when this thing is going to ease up and so then what it does is it puts you by yourself in the moment and and doing that and a lot of people have a real hard time doing that and being in that place and doing that for any length of time and I, by any length of time I mean even even 20 seconds worth is for a lot of people seems like a long time and so uh, this is kind of creating that circumstance um, and for me anytime I'm getting that I go cool great training time 
this is where I want to be um, like that, because it is one of the train, one of the things that the Tai Chi is trying to get you to is to be able to do that. And, and there's a lot of uh, power in it um, and not power like bar, but, um, but a lot of personal power, um, health power, health and uh, wellness and peace of mind. And not necessarily at first, at first you're not used to it. It's it, for people, it seems to be a, a common experience is either scary or a lot of work. Um, and so it kind of helps to put you in that space. But if somebody is shying away from it or not liking it, then they're not really able to get what the experience is and do and to get the benefits of the thing. It's more like they're trying to figure out how to get away from that. Uh, and so try to use it that way, very much like what Chris said about sitting quietly and then just letting it be like it is um, and making that something to embrace, knowing that uh, when you start working on our healing stuff and some of the higher level uh, things, that's a really good space to be in, even when you are interacting with somebody. And when you're interacting with somebody doing it, it can be a lot tougher to do that because your mind starts thinking about either what was said or what you're going to say and you end up in a different space rather than the right here right now space uh anyways cool um art oh i haven't done a lot differently i felt pretty comfortable with the situation for the most part um and i, I keep up with my practice possibly and i maybe do a little bit more of some things because there is more time. The one actually a new activity is, and it's something I've been thinking about for a while, not related to martial arts at all, but just um, getting books online from the library, audio books, and listening to them. And there's, you know, of course, it's like a library, a wide variety of books, and I can pick something and listen to it. Um, and that uh, helps a lot with what passing some time that I might not be using so well or just gives me something creative and constructive to fill the time and and it can lead depending on the book to me pursuing or researching or looking into a, a different activity and it, it certainly occupies my mind and then from there for I do this maybe a a few hours a week, and I just find that it it helps with any time where I'm feeling otherwise it would be idle and it might um, not spend it constructively. But um, and and I do work with was well, Tai Chi related a few people where I did, um, and I I haven't worked with the new technology yet with other people, but I'm looking into. Um, setting up Zoom sessions and, uh, you know, I've got some good information and people um, say that it, it works well and I thought it would. So that might be the new, um, the new activity for using the time. Yep. Cool. Uh, one of the things I'm finding is that, you know, with video, one of the longer standing arguments that we have dealt with uh, as people who produce video content uh, for people to learn from is that you can't learn from video and now it's like, Oh, you can learn from video. <laughs> the, uh, uh, I am, you know, I'm spending a lot of time interacting with people on video and figuring things out. And it's like, well, yeah. So it, uh, 
it helps to uh, have to do a thing to find out what the how the thing works and what the benefits are, and to to eliminate some of the uh, um, uh, uh, not understanding because of not doing issues that are out there, some of the ignorance that way. It it forces you to uh, have to learn to articulate things even better when all you have is video versus let's put hands on. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then, and I find it improves um, your eye for things as well, where you um, where a lot of times you would be pushing and feeling things and you can't do that anymore. And so you really have to look and, and figure out like, does he have it going on or does it just look like he has it going on? Is the energy actually right? And it forces you to develop that eye um, in a different way for a lot of, for a lot of different things. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Uh, is there anything else anybody else wanted to add today? All right. Well, be well. I'm sure I'll talk to most of you through the week uh, at some point or another. And keep up the great work and more next time. Thank you, Sifu. Thank you, Sifu. Thank you, Sifu. Adios, amigos. Take care, Daniel. And now, a word from our sponsor. For those of you who are interested in internal power and want a reliable place to start, and for anyone who wants to experience internal power for themselves, go to internalpowerguide.com. I built a crash course in hands-on internal power. The Practical Guide to Internal Power is a work-at-your-own-pace online program. It is the course I use to get students from 0 to 60 as quickly as possible and it is totally free. So sign up at internalpowerguide.com now and get started right away. That's internalpowerguide.com.